0: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am going to be super upfront and honest with you guys. I knew that I wanted to record a podcast episode for you guys today, but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about. So, If you follow me on social media, specifically on Instagram, I asked you guys in my Instagram stories what you guys wanted to listen to and learn about today. And what I received was a lot of feedback. So if you were one of the ones giving me feedback, thank you so much, I really appreciate it. But what I was seeing in the feedback was requests for specific types of exercises for specific goals. And I thought that this would be a great opportunity to share with you guys the differences between various types of exercises. Because if you are working towards a specific goal and you find that you are not getting any closer to that goal, it might just be that you're doing the wrong types of exercises. One thing that I ask all of my clients is what are their goals? And then I also ask, what exercises are they currently doing? And oftentimes, I will have a client say, I want to get more strength in my hip flexors. And I'll say, okay, well, what exercise are you doing for that? And they'll tell me, and it's not at all an exercise for your hip flexors. Or I'll have a client tell me that they want to improve their flexibility. And they'll say, but I'm already doing exercises for that. And I'll question them. I'll say, well, what exercises are you doing? And they're actually doing strengthening exercises, not stretching exercises. So what I'm going to talk to you about today are the various types of exercises because you might think you're doing the right things to reach your goal, but you're not. And so hopefully this can be a wake-up call if that's you. One thing that you likely know from my podcast is that when I have a guest on, I like to ask a question from my interview deck. And I'm not actually going to do that today, but I did just want to share a fun fact with you about me. And that is that I am a recent fan of matcha lattes. I don't know if you guys have ever had one. And a few years ago, I remember hearing a lot about matcha. People from Starbucks were advertising it, Dunkin' Donuts, all these popular coffee shops now had matcha lattes, and I had a lot of friends getting them, but I just had no interest back then. Until recently, I am trying to find healthier forms of caffeine, and I also have recently been going dairy-free, or as close to dairy-free as possible. So what I have been absolutely loving is... A great homemade matcha latte with matcha, water, oat milk, honey, and a little bit of vanilla. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I was at Trader Joe's yesterday. And whilst there, I saw this new product. I'm pretty sure it's new for Trader Joe's, but it's at least new to me. It is a non-dairy oat milk creamer and it's sweetened with brown sugar. And so I saw this and I immediately thought of my matcha lattes, so I grabbed it purchased it from the store and today just about 30 minutes ago I made a matcha latte but this time I did not put my honey in it and I also did not put any oat milk in it so it was just the matcha water and a splash of vanilla and then I used this non-dairy oat milk creamer with brown sugar sweetener and it is just delectable. I know you guys can't see me on the podcast but I've got it right next to me and I'm taking sips throughout my breaks. So I guess I just want to share with you, if you haven't tried a matcha latte, absolutely go for it. I am very pleased with my choice. Okay, so let's get back on track here. I want to share with you guys the various types of exercises. And to be honest, there are a lot of exercise types out there. I am going to share with you the five most common Types of exercise. And again, this is really important because if you're working towards a goal of improved strength, but you're not doing strengthening exercises, then you're not going to reach your goal. So, the very first thing I want to mention is functional exercise. I am not going to spend too much time talking about this because we do have a missing link podcast episode on this topic. It's episode number nine, if you want to go listen to that after this one. And What I want to share today though is that functional exercise is different from regular exercise. So if you have a goal of improving your strength, but you don't really care about your function or movement throughout the day, then you would do regular or traditional strengthening exercises. However, if you have a goal of improving your walking, or your stair climbing, or your strength with getting into and out of your car, or into and out of your shower, or your bed, then it's best that you do functional exercise. And functional exercise pretty much means to pick the goal that you're working towards and break it down into as many exercises as possible. For example, walking is seven different movements. Therefore, that's seven exercises that you can do to help you work towards your goal of improving your walking. You wouldn't just want to practice walking as a whole as your only walking exercise. You want to break it down. So that's what functional exercise is. For a more in-depth description, again, go check out episode nine of the Missing Link podcast. But that is one really important thing to understand. If you feel like you're exercising and not reaching your goal, you likely aren't doing functional exercise. So that's one thing that you can consider. And on the contrary, if you are not exercising because maybe you don't know what types of exercises to do, that's okay. You're still at a good point right here. So if your goals are function-based, then you should do functional exercises. The other four types of exercise are as follows. Balance exercises, strengthening exercises, flexibility exercises, and finally, speed. So I want these types of exercises to really sink in for you because again, I gave the example earlier where I'll have clients who say, Dr. Gretchen, I really want my hamstrings to be more flexible, but I'm already doing exercises for that, so I don't know what I'm doing wrong or I don't know what to do. And I'll have them show me what exercises they're doing and it's a strengthening exercise or it's a balance exercise. It's not actually an exercise to release the tightness of the hamstrings. So the big takeaway here, if you are currently exercising, is I want you to look at the exercises that you're doing and indicate what type of exercise they are. Because if you are only doing strengthening exercises, then that is not going to help with your balance, and it is not going to help with your flexibility, and it is not going to help with your speed. Similarly, if you are only doing stretching exercises, that's not going to help with your strength, your balance, or your speed. So often, the term exercise is used so broadly as if it's all-encompassing, and it truly isn't if you're only doing certain parts of exercise. So again, look at what exercises you're doing and first and foremost, make sure they align with your goals. But then ask yourself, okay, which of these exercises are strengthening? Which are balance? which are stretching or flexibility and which are speed. And the reason that I mention these four is because these are the four that most of my missing link members are working towards. And most of my social media following are working towards. And I just want to take a moment here to talk about speed. A lot of my missing link members are working on improving their walking. I would say 99% of them are working on improving their walking. However, they also want their speed with walking to be faster so as i mentioned earlier if we take the function or that goal of walking we can break that down into seven different exercises six of those exercises are strengthening based one of them is balance based but none of them are flexibility and none of them are speed. So you can work on those seven exercises and feel stronger with your walking and better balance with your walking, but you're not necessarily going to feel more limber when you're walking. You won't feel more flexible or loose when you're walking. And you're also not going to feel like you're walking faster because you're not training for that. So if you're working towards improving your walking, think hard about what about your walking do you want to improve? Is it the strength? Is it the balance while you're walking? Is it the speed of your walking? Is it the looseness of your muscles, the flexibility while walking? And I know for sure there are some people listening right now that might be thinking, yes, 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 yes. It's all of those things. And that's fine. If if it's all of those things, you can either choose to focus on one area first of those areas that you want to improve in your walking, which is limiting you the most. And you can start there. Then once you start to notice improvements there, you can work on the second thing or the third thing, or you can work on all four At the same time, maybe if you have a list of eight exercises, two of those can be strengthening, two can be balanced, two can be speed-based, and two can be some stretching or flexibility exercises. I hope you found that information insightful, but I do just want to leave you with one final piece of information, and that is the importance of doing your exercises in different environments. I'll share this quick story with you guys. Several years ago, I had a client with MS. She had secondary progressive MS, and she was probably in her 70s. And her husband would come with her to her physical therapy sessions twice a week, and the main thing that we were working on was her ability, her strength, to stand up from a low surface, or really any surface, as well as sit down without plopping down without falling backwards forcefully and she was doing phenomenal we had been working on this for about two months she was doing great and finally her husband spoke up at one point and he said dr gretchen I don't know what magic you're working here, but she is doing this exercise perfect in front of you, but as soon as we get home, she's not doing it correctly. She's plopping down when she goes to sit down and she can't stand up from any surface. What is going on? And as soon as he said that, I realized that we had been practicing the exercises in the same room, in the same chair, every single time that she came in for her treatment. So I was so thankful that he mentioned that because from there on out, every time we practiced these exercises, we would go to a different room. We would use different chairs. We would use a plinth table or a bench from outside. We just traveled all over. And as soon as we started doing that, she was slowly able to use the strength and balance that she had gained from doing the exercises in that initial room and chair, and she could now do it in other situations. And that's a perfect example of what I want you guys to do. If you are practicing exercises to improve your speed of walking, but you only ever practice that in your home, then you might find that you are unable to walk faster outdoors, or at a friend's house, or at work. So practice these exercises in different areas. Similarly, if you are working on strengthening exercises, but you only ever practice them in your office that you have at home, you might not notice those gains elsewhere. So do those exercises from your couch in your living room or maybe from your kitchen chair, or maybe from the toilet in the bathroom. How many places can you find in your home to do these exercises? And how many places outside of your home that's safe for you can you find to do these exercises? So what I want you to remember from today's episode is first, make sure that you are doing the right types of exercises based on your goals. And please do practice that mental exercise of looking at the exercises you're currently doing and analyzing them. Which ones are strengthening? Which ones are balance or flexibility or speed? And do they align with your goals? And number two is once you have your list of exercises. exercises, practice them in different rooms in your home. And if it's safe, practice them outdoors. Practice them at a friend's house or at work if you're able to. As always, if you are ever confused or just need guidance as to which exercises you should be doing to help you reach your goals to help you walk better, climb stairs easier, move around better day to day, and also have improved energy so that you're not as fatigued, feel more freedom, feel more confidence, then let me know. I have my online MS wellness program called The Missing Link. In the show notes, I'm going to put two links for you guys. One link is a behind-the-scenes video where you can check to see what the missing link entails, and another one is a link to sign up for a Zoom call with me where I will show show you the program and I can answer any questions that you have. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles.